0: Sefer Bamidbar, Parshat Pinchas, on the secession of leadership. In Parshat Pinchas, named for the priest Pinchas, God has Moshe go to the top of the mountain Abarim, so that Moshe can see the land of Israelites are about to enter. God informs Moshe that just like his brother Aaron, Moshe is going to die without entering the land. And Moshe responds here, not with protest, but with concern for the community. Numbers chapter 27 relates. Moshe spoke to the Lord saying, let the Lord, source of the breath of all flesh, appoint someone over the community who shall go out before them and come in before them and who shall take them out and bring them in so that the Lord's community may not be like sheep that have no shepherd. God then answers saying, single out Joshua, son of Nun, an inspired man, and lay your hand upon him. Have him stand before Eleazar the priest and before the whole community and commission him in their sight. Invest him with some of your authority so that the whole Israelite community may obey. In this story, we see that Moshe's priority is not his own legacy or or immortality, but the future of his people. He wants to ensure that they have the leadership that they need and deserve. We learn that the greatest leaders make themselves replaceable. Rather than making the collective story about themselves, they set up a plan beyond their own tenure. The Jewish tradition gleans a lot from this small exchange between God and Moshe about the nature of leadership. Rashi, for example, focuses in on the beginning of Moshe's plea. Lord, source of the breath of all flesh, Referencing the Midrash Khuma, Rashi says that by this Moshe meant the personality of each person is revealed to you and no two are alike. Appoint over them a leader who will tolerate each person according to his individual character. Rabbi Nachman of Breslov added to Rashi's comment saying that Sadiq, the righteous one, draws and completes the spirit of life of each and every person. Based on God's description of Joshua as an inspired man, Rabbi Nachman additionally taught a leader needs the kind of moral clarity that accompanies a borderline prophetic spirit. His book, Lakute Maharan, tells us: each and every Jewish leader possesses a special spirit. And this special spirit, which the leader possesses, is a form of holy spirit, a spirit of prophecy. Even though at present the prophetic spirit is not extant, he must certainly nevertheless possess a special spirit drawn from holiness, one not found among the rest of the people. While we can no longer be prophets like Moshe and Yehoshua, we can still strive to be inspired individuals who bring out the best in one another. It is easy and natural to feel jealous and resentful of one successor. But we can again look to the example of Moshe, who at the end of chapter 27 takes Joshua and has him stand in front of the high priest and all the people and puts his hands upon him in an act of publicly passing on his leadership, just as God had told him to do. Friends, here we don't see any signs of negativity or judgment for Moshe. Similarly, it's also common for a new leader to want to demonstrate that they are better equipped than their predecessor. And we don't see any of that from Joshua either. Joshua, like Moshe, is a model for us to follow, to resist the hubris of basing our merit on the denigration of those who came before us. The Midrash Sifrei Bamidbar imagines, Moshe's face beam like the sun, Joshua's face like the moon. Of course, the light of the sun is greater than the light of the moon and there has never been a prophet like Moshe, yet Joshua was the one to lead the Israelites into the promised land. This transition of power can resonate as parents setting up our children for a life of independence. It can resonate as we set up workplace succession plans, and it can resonate in movement building as we take on the challenges of poverty, racial injustice, climate change, and so much else. It takes great character, a special spirit, for one to be able to see the story beyond themselves. When I heard the scientist and environmental activist Jane Goodall speak some years ago on the topic of climate change, she said, it's not that we've inherited the land from our parents. It's that we've stolen it from our children. By seeing ourselves not only as the successors, but as those who will be seceded, As Moshe was, was, we can more clearly see our obligation to be responsible stewards for future generations. One inspired leader in our time who, despite her death, left a phenomenal legacy was the Jewish disability activist Cheryl Grossman of blessed memory. Rabbi Avi Orlo recently published a tribute to Grossman, who passed away at 46 this year due to cancers, from a rare genetic disorder called Bloom syndrome. He wrote, even though she was only four foot three, in my eyes, she was a giant. Cheryl Grossman Zal was an inspired and inspiring person of faith and action. She spent her life building ramps and elevators, bringing sign language interpreters, making sure the text was available in large font, et cetera. She worked tirelessly to make sure that the richness of an accessible Torah would not be withheld from Israel and the world. And with the passage of time, new leaders are tasked with taking charge and carrying on the work of those who can no longer be with us. As one way to honor these individuals is to help bring the work they did closer to completion. That is our charge. Shabbat Shalom.